Welcome to For the Quantum Grammar Shoot. This is a podcast in which I share my own personal opinions and stories concerning correct sentence structure, communication, parsi, syntax, grammar, and how it relates to my everyday now space navigations on this earth. Now, you might find a little bit of grammar knowledge here and there, but mostly it's just going to be my opinions and histories uh, from my own personal psychological viewpoint. I hope you find value in it, and I thank you for joining me. Let's talk a little bit about the psychological aspect of the peace and neutrality part of the grammar construct that I teach. And I'll just start off by saying, just quite simply, it means I don't participate with anyone who has the volition of harming others, of hurting others, of forcing others to do something. A warlike volition. And my reasoning behind this position is that from time immemorial, from the beginning of recorded history, whatever you want to use as a basis for that in your thought process, war has been an integral part of the human experience. One country goes to war with another. We have disagreements. Now we're at war. Usually, I find usually 9.9 out of 10 times, it comes down to money, greed, and power. That's it. And control. That's what militaries are used for. To take over countries. To take natural resources or whatever kind of resources out of a country because one country wants it. And the other country is perceived as weaker or not congruent with this other country's game plan. Either you agree with me or we're going to fight. And usually, you know, whoever has the bigger guns and clubs wins. That's just the way it works. And this is the way it's been since time immemorial. And so I'm thinking, well, if I decide consciously not to participate with that mentality, perhaps that will enact a change in my construct and the bubble around me with this type of attitude, this type of demeanor, this type of volition, this peaceful and neutral volition where I don't need everyone to agree with what I'm doing. That's not necessary. Those who want to participate or be a part of it or are congruent with it are more than welcome to come in and we can contract. If not, go on your merry way. I'm not going to bother you. You don't bother me. And that's how it works. Not everyone shares that viewpoint. As you well know, governments, the big fiction governments of the earth, don't share that attitude. At least most of them don't. I know the quote-unquote United States doesn't. Unfortunately, there is also a contingent among the quantum grammar crowd that navigates 
according to a warlike principle. Meaning, they have the attitude that if this, that, or the other person does not agree with what they think is correct, what they think is right, then they're going to be put on trial. Because guess what? There's only one person in the world that knows what's right and knows what's correct. And you know what? I'll just stop myself right there because does that sound familiar to you? Does that sound like a dictatorship? That actually kind of sounds like the Old Testament God type of uh, stuff where you got one entity that decides what's right and what's wrong. And you can go and do what you want, but if you don't do what you do according to my rules, you're going to be punished. You're going to go to jail. You're going to burn in hell. This type of authoritarian, uh, or in Star Wars, it would be called the Sith. The Sith. Only a Sith speaks in absolutes. I've always found that that quote to be hilarious because of course the irony of it is that that quote is an absolute <laughs> oh wow I don't think I've ever used the Star Wars reference in uh, in my podcast so I guess there's a first for everything I have seen countless, and by countless, I mean countless instances of the fiction system coming in with their guns and clubs and apprehending, arresting innocent people. And this can be proven by a little bit of research. Even on death row in those states where the death penalty is still legal or is legal, There have been innocent men and women executed, killed. They were innocent. They were set up. They were mistakenly apprehended. There are people in prison right now, probably a percentage higher than you or I are comfortable with thinking about, that are innocent. They're in there, innocent. They were set up because... In my opinion, the legal system is crooked. It's based upon a rotten stone. It's built on a rotten, crooked stone, so everything else is going to be rotten and crooked. It doesn't matter if you have a judge or an attorney to the best of their ability trying to do what they think is right and be fair. It doesn't matter because they're still built on that rotten foundation in this rotten system. Therefore, those usually who have the most money or the most Masonic connections will win. And thus, innocent people will always be set up and put in jail. And also human error. Everyone makes mistakes. And if you put that power in the hands of one person, one man or woman, do you think that person is infallible? And this is the problem a multitude of problems with the fiction system. 
all the innocent people being executed, being put in jail for years and years, losing years in their life. And then if they're found that, oh, yes, they were innocent, it's just like, sorry, they let them go, and they may have lost 5, 10, 15 years of their life in prison. Oh, well, sorry, they just get a little apology. Maybe not even that. And they get put back out in the street after the horrors that they experienced in prison. Or being murdered by the state uh, in an execution. So this is a flaw that's in the fiction system, and this has to do with war. And this is why I claim the position of peace and neutrality. Because with this position, these things would not happen. Every single precaution would be taken. Literally, you'd have to catch someone red-handed, and it would have to be by consensus how someone would be punished for a wrongdoing that would have to be proven with evidence. There are people within the quantum grammar crowd who appear to be acting just like the fiction system. And I'm not talking about just one individual. There's more than one who claim to have set up prisons, who claim to have set up a police force, uh, bounty hunters, basically... I'll pay you to go pick this person up because I don't like this person or this person's guilty of fictitious conveyance of grammar. Go pick them up and put them in jail or bring them to me for punishment. Um, There's more than one person out there doing this. Anyone could do that, really, though. Anyone. You, me, anyone. If you got the money, you can hire a bounty hunter and they can go get someone for you. That's a fact of life. Same as the fiction system. It's no different, except in the fiction system, they got a lot more money than you or I, and they have a lot more resources. But my whole point is saying that this is wrong. With my position, it's wrong. I am peaceful and neutral. I'm not here to force anyone to do anything. I'm a grammar tutor. I point out, the mistakes in the grammar and how to correct them. I'm not here to force anyone into my point of view. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong because you speak an adverb, verb, adjective, pronoun and you should be put away forever for that or whatever it is. On the other hand, I am a big believer in what we call street justice. And that means that if I am walking down the street and I see someone doing something, a harm to another individual, a kidnapping or or someone's getting beat up, it's contingent upon me to step in and stop this shipwreck or at least try to help the derelict vessel. It's contingent upon me to do this. If, if I don't think it's going to cause harm to my vessel or the vessels around me in my construct. Now, of course, you weigh those those risks. I mean, maybe you might. Maybe you might not. It just depends on the situation. 
But my position of peace and neutrality is I'm here to help, not to harm. I'm not going to be out here telling people what they should or shouldn't do. That's not peaceful and neutral. That's coercion. That's a trespass. And that's why I think this position of peace and neutrality, if more people would actually be cognizant and comprehend what it is and how it works, it would exponentially spread. And those who want to be peaceful and neutral would be here. And then those who want to force people to do things and want to be in command and want to do war and those types of things, they can be over there. And never the twain shall meet. As I'm fond of saying, the correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar, technology itself is pure. What an individual uses it for is entirely contingent upon their volition. For example, I choose to use it in a peaceful and neutral manner. I don't trespass on others. I don't force others to do something they don't want to do. Unless they're trespassing upon me, causing me harm or someone, a loved one, harm. Then I will use it in that type of manner to create an aegis, a safeguard. I never use it to force someone to do something they don't want to do. Because that is what the fiction system does, isn't it? The fiction system coerces us into participating with all sorts of things that maybe, perhaps, you don't think about. If you want to drive on the road without hassle in a car, you're forced, you're coerced into having car registration, a driving license, insurance. You have to have a passport to go from country to country. If your child goes to a public school or any kind of school like that, perhaps they have to have a vaccination or their vaccinations have to be up to date or they can't go to that school. Unless, of course, you know how to not have to get vaccinations for them to go to school. But that's another story for another day. The point I'm trying to make is the fiction system is consistently, and to put it bluntly, trying to rape us on every level. Every single step of the way. You ha- if you want to put something, perhaps, about an addition to your house when you're in the suburbs, you have to apply for a permit in order to build something on your house. Every little thing, every big thing. And most of these things come from, I think, some sort of source of, well, it's a safety issue. Are you going to endanger people by putting addition on your house? Are you competent to drive? Well, here's a license that says you are. You know, it started from perhaps a correct volition. But it has turned to, into something that's forcing, forced upon the people. I could go on forever talking about all of those things. So I have one question for you, listener. Do you like being forced into doing things? Do you like being coerced into doing things? Let me take it a step further. Do you think that it would be a good idea to force correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar on the earth? To force people to learn it, to say, 
You have to be correct. You have to learn this or else. It's the same. If, if that was to happen, it would be the same thing that the fiction system does. Forcing people to do something. What if there's an Aborigine tribe in Australia out in the bush, not bothering anybody, and then here comes, here I come, and I look at them and I say, well, you're not using correct sentence structure, so you don't have lodial title to this land. So I'm going to take it because first in line, first in time, I got the flag, I got the postage stamp, I got the registered number, I got the correct sentence structure. Now I am the owner of your land and you have to learn correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar and be correct or else I'm kicking you out or putting you in jail or whatever the punishment is. Do you think that's right to do? Do you think that's the correct thing to do? To force someone to do something they don't want to do? This is all about volition, friends and neighbors. The volition behind why people do what they do. And what I'm saying to you is, the way I teach correct sentence structure, this is never, ever something I would ever do or use it for. If you don't want to learn correct sentence structure, I don't care. That's fine. Go about your life. As long as you're not harming anyone, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have correct sentence structure in order to navigate with the honor, grace, peace, and neutrality. People have gotten along using adverb, verb, adjective, pronoun, fine, for thousands of years. The only thing is, is the fiction system came into place and is just bilking and milking the people and trespassing upon them and forcing them to do things that they don't want to do. And correct sentence structure is a great technology to bring that to a grinding halt and to be able to safeguard yourself and your vessels. What I see other people starting to try to use it for is the opposite, to try and harm people, to try and arrest people, to try and force people into doing something they don't want to do, to try and create sort of a dictatorship where one individual decides who's correct and who's not. And that, well, I just said it, is a dictatorship. Definitely not something I'm in line with. I stay as far away from those things as possible. And I've been saying this for years. These three principles. Rule one, rule equal, peace, neutrality, honor, grace. And I just wanted you, the listener, to think about it. Do you like being forced into doing things? So if you don't, then why would you want to force someone else into doing something they don't want to do? If they're not hurting anyone. If they're just going about their business doing whatever they're doing. It's a fair question. One misconception I'd like to clear up about the peaceful and neutral uh, concepts and not everybody has this misconception but some people do and some people have brought this up as I always say it's 90% psychological my terms and conditions are peaceful and neutral 
honor, grace, rule one, rule equal. Those are the terms and conditions I bring to the table. That's Those are the terms and conditions of my vessel. If you come to my vessel, I make you aware of those terms and conditions. If you do not comply with those terms and conditions, if you break those terms and conditions, or if you don't agree to them, well then, you and I aren't going to contract, and you're going to be jettisoned from the vessel. Period. End of story. Now, if someone comes and is belligerent and continues to trespass on the vessel, they have violated the terms and conditions of my vessel, which means the peace, the neutrality, the honor, the grace, the rule one, rule equal are pretty much off the table now. They've broken contracts, so that contract no longer exists. And therefore, I will do what I must do to protect myself and protect my family from harm. And you can take that as you want to take it. That's how it works. So one can be peaceful and neutral. And one can also still protect themselves and their family. Do you see what I'm saying? That's how it works. The difference between what I'm talking about and what those other people are talking about in a quantum grammar crowd. I'm not with the volition of trying to force other people to go along with what I'm saying. I'm not forcing you to be peaceful and neutral. I'm not going to put you in jail if you don't follow my terms and conditions. I'm not going to send people to your house because I don't like the way you do things. That's fiction system bullshit. That's what the fiction does. It's completely arbitrary. As uh, one judge once said to the other judge, be just. And if you can't be just, be arbitrary. That's why they call it, call it arbitration. So I just wanted to get that out of the way because that is a common misconception that if you're peaceful and neutral, then you can't really defend yourself. It's Everything is contract. And those are my contract terms. And if someone breaks those contract terms, well, then that contract is now off the table. And I can do what I have to do to get them to... to nullify them, to neutralize a threat. I will do what I have to do. Again, you can take that however you want to take it. I don't live in fear. That's because fear is a modifier. To me, it's like the concept of an adverb. It doesn't even exist. And if you allow it to modify your verb of the thinking, well, then you're going to start to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And you're going to be out of your element, so to speak. Start acting strangely. Which is not something I'm with the volition of doing. So I put that aside. And I'm very calm because to me, whatever happens is going to happen. The best that I can do, all that I can do, is to navigate and behave to the best of my ability according to the principles and values that I've set forth for myself in my fate writ volition claim. 
That's it. That's all I can do. There's nothing else I can do. I don't want to force anyone else to do anything. I'm just, I'm not even trying to sell anything. I'm just here as a grammar tutor for people that want to come in and learn the grammar. Come on in. I'll teach it to you, whether it's for free on my YouTube channel or if you want to apply for a confidential workshop, you can contact me at jasonmatthewg17 at gmail.com. Those are the two venues I offer. And there is nothing on the YouTube channel that isn't offered in the workshop. There are no secrets. There's no classified information. It's all transparent. It's all on the table, which is how I think it should be. I think it should be available to everyone. I don't think it should be bottlenecked. I don't think it should be controlled. I don't think only a special elite people should be able to use this. It's, uh, I think it's for the people. And if others truly thought that, then I think they would be on board with what I'm doing. But of course, there are people out there that don't agree with what I'm doing. And so they have decided to try and shut me down, so to speak, or to drive people away from me. Um, but this has been happening just about the whole time I've been doing this. And it just seems to have reached a fever pitch at this point. And maybe we haven't even reached the fever pitch yet. Maybe the best is yet to come. The more interesting, exciting times are yet to come with this. Either which way, I'm ready and I look forward to it. The thing I look forward to the most is to continue teaching, continue helping people learn this great, this wonderful grammar. And um, so that, as I stated earlier in the podcast, the more people that catch on with this, this uh, volition and this grammar, uh, it'll exponentially spread over the earth and we'll have little pockets of peace, neutrality, honor, grace, rule one, rule equal, correct sentence, structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar, constructs. And wouldn't that be wonderful? Because who needs a centralized government anyways? Having said that, do you know what a government is? We know what it means in the fiction, but let's bring it into the fact. What does it mean in the fact? That's something I'll leave for you, the listener, to find out for yourself. Because that's part of correct sentence structure communication, par se, syntax grammar. Thank you.